Hi, you're listening to Ready to Scale, the second season of That Really Happened. This season is focused on APS of real estate, asset, process, and strategy. Each guest on the show will reveal the assets they're investing and why they chose to do so. From multifamily to industrial, self-storage, mobile home parks, and more. Then, they'll uncover the processes, tools, and systems they've used to build multi-million dollar businesses. And finally, they'll uncover new, unique, and exciting strategies to invest in real estate. From co-working to buy and hold, fix and flips, co-living, and much, much more. Now let's get the show started. Hey guys, welcome to Ready to Scale. I'm Ellie Perlman, your host, broadcasting from sunny California. When I'm not behind the mic, I buy multifamily properties with passive investors who partner with me on my deals. If you're thinking about investing passively in real estate and you want to learn how to evaluate a deal, especially today, I created a free guide that walks you through the top five critical deal components that any passive investor must examine. You can find it on my website, www.elliepearlman.com. Now, if you're interested in investing with me, I'm actively accepting investors to my new deal. It's a 494 units in the Atlanta MSA called Element 41. It's a great class B property and we anticipate between 7 and 9% cash on cash and 14% IRR. It's a beautiful property, very solid performance during COVID, and it's a very, very conservative deal. I also invest my money in this deal. So this opportunity is open to accredited investors only. It's a 506C raise. And if you want to learn more about the deal, go to my website, elliepearlman.com, or you can email me at ellie at bluelake-capital.com. Again, it's ellie, E-L-L-I-E, at bluelake-capital.com. And of course, this is not an offer to sell securities. The entire offer is going to be in the form of a PPM that we're going to send you. And I'm not a registered investment advisor. Just want to make that clear. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the three creative ways to handle non-paying tenants. Obviously, since COVID started, we see a lot more tenants that are basically not able to pay. It was the case before COVID. There's always at least that one tenant on every property that is struggling, that can't really pay the rent. Some of them are paying late. Some of them are not paying at all and still occupying the unit. And some of them are skipping in the middle of the night, just disappearing. And we sometimes don't really see the money that they owe us. So there are three very creative ways that we found some of them were implementing on our properties to handle non-paying tenants. Right now I'm recording this, it's August 30th, and the eviction moratorium has expired, which means that on the federal level, you actually, as a landlord, you can start evicting tenants. And if you're a landlord, you probably already know that. Different states have different eviction moratorium rules. So in Florida, for instance, it has been extended for a month or two. In Georgia, it has expired and you can actually evict tenants at this point. So one of the creative way to handle not paying tenants is basically put them on a payment plan. So you basically can say, listen, you have, let's say, $5,000 in unpaid rent. Why don't you pay 70 or 75%? You can also do 50, whatever percentage you feel comfortable with. And the rest is going to be forgiven. 
that way you can basically make sure that you get some of the money now instead of keep accumulating 100% of the rent. So, and the reason why we wanted to put tenants on a payment plan is because once someone leaves or skips in the middle of the night without paying, it's often very, very hard to actually get the payment. So we are uh, hiring a third-party collector that is trying to collect the unpaid rent from tenants, but sometimes it's kind of hard to do that. And the percentage of the collection after someone leaves the property, that number is not very high. And so whatever I can get now is actually good. Now, when the lease is up, then you have to basically you know, make a decision whether you want to keep the tenant or not. And normally I would tend to put tenants on the payment plan if they were good tenants before COVID started. So tenants that were problematic tenants before COVID, it's just unlikely that they will become a great tenants now after COVID. I would try and get whatever I can from them and, you know, either evict or not renew their lease and bring someone else that can pay the rent. Putting, you know, tenants on a payment plan was very successful. And that way we could at least, you know, reduce the bad debt or delinquencies, which are basically the unpaid rent. So putting tenants on a payment plan is one way of handling non-paying tenants. And of course, you can ask, you know, you can require tenants to have some sort of a proof of reduced hours of loss of job and depends on you which tenants you want to put on a payment plan. All right, so the second way of handling with unpaid tenants is to pay them to leave. Now I know it sounds crazy. If someone owes you money, why would you pay them to go away? But I have seen it being implemented in properties in in Georgia, for instance in Texas, and that was pretty successful. So basically, as a landlord, you can offer tenants gift cards or to cover their moving costs if they're going to leave. And you can say, you know, either pay me 30, 40, 50% or don't pay me anything, just leave. Now, the thinking behind it is that you're forgoing debt that you may not even see, you know, get paid. And if you're paying for moving expenses, it could be maybe $500 in moving expenses, but every month they're not paying you rent. It's another $1,000 that you are not getting. So it's better to give them $500, have them leave the apartment, and now you have a vacant door and you can bring, you know, better tenant, someone who's going to pay you on time, those $1,000, and you'll be able to push the income. So I don't know if this is something that I would be comfortable implementing, but it's definitely something that I've seen you know, around me, basically, you know, landlords are saying, we're not going to collect money from this guy. Let's just make him leave so we can, you know, transform this door from a losing door to a profitable door. And so that's another way, pretty creative way to handle non-paying tenants. Now, the third way is to incentivize them to pay early. So when COVID started, we actually implemented that on, on our properties. We offered them early bird discounts. So you can give them, you know, gift cards or early bird discounts or, you know, have their name, you know, drawn from a raffle and give them a prize. What we did, we said, okay, for every month you're going to pay before the first of the month, we're going to deduct $50 off your rent. And we started it in March. So we said, everyone who pays before April 1st for the month of April, we're going to give you $50 discount. 
And we had the tenants paying us for up to three months in advance during COVID. And that was great because it gives you more cash for that month. And the likelihood of getting 100% of the rents is actually higher because you have more people paying in advance. And some of the tenants that actually paid us in advance because they wanted to get the early bird discount lost their jobs during those three months. But it didn't really impact our bottom line because they already paid in advance from the money that they saved. So that was one great way, you know, incentivizing our tenants to pay early. So the amount of bad debt was not that high, you know, in the past three or four months. So that's it, guys. These are the three ways to handle non-paying tenants, either put them on a payment plan, pay them to leave and incentivize them to pay early. I hope that that brought value to you guys. I encourage you to go to my website, ellieperlman.com. Check it out. I have a lot of free and great information for you. And you can read about how we're doing during COVID, what we're implementing, what I see in the market. And I think that's it for today. Be great, stay positive, and I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.